0: it's dagging beaver with you for show us your tips geelong cup day road to melbourne cup continues uh, with well our first international stepping out today which we'll talk about in a, a deep deep card at geelong 10 races to get through beaver plus a good eight card meet at warwick farm how'd you go getting through all this
1: yeah it was pretty tricky actually uh the Geelong card, as you mentioned, was quite deep, and it's always a tricky day's racing, uh, Geelong Cup days. So, um, yeah, hopefully we've got a few winners for people there, a bit of value, and uh, uh, you won't need to back too many winners to probably have a positive result for the day.
0: Fingers crossed. uh Caulfield Cup and the Everest is in the books. How would you fare on the weekend?
1: Uh, Faire okay. It was an interesting day's racing. Um, looking, at, looking at Sydney. Um, How was the on-track Everest? experience, I should ask first? Yeah, the on-track experience was good. Um, it's pretty standard. What disappoints me the most about the on-track experience in the members is, you know, there's one bar outside. Um, it should be two minutes to get a drink, and they know it's going to be big crowds, and it takes you 10 to 15 um, in a queue, if not longer. Yeah. Um, so I just think they've got a lot of work to do that for a member's experience. Um, you know, having one portable bar that's, you know, three lines, and you've got to wait. Um it's just not good enough. You should be able to walk up, get your drink, and get back to enjoying the the day out, and you know, not spending time stuck there.
0: Remember when, before they built this new grandstand and everything else, the old bookies ring at the back, and they could hold sixty seventy, and you wouldn't have too many troubles. It felt it used yeah. to feel a lot more comfortable.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. There was plenty of space. Um, there's probably never, never enough seats and chairs there. Yeah. You know, particularly in the members, you know, you've got to get there half an hour early, get in the queue, and. You know, sprint to the tables to get a table. Um, so that's always a challenge, and people are wandering around for the first half hour. So if you don't get one of those, you're standing. They just got to, they just got to make it a little bit better there, particularly for members that are paying good money.
0: And I suppose, you know, realistically, it's the they've got two days a year where they struggle. So I suppose it is what yeah. it is for the rest of it.
1: What um? But I yeah, should be able to be planned for that. The, you're supposed to you're supposed to plan for the for the A grade. Aren't yeah. You? You're supposed to plan for the A grade and make. If you if the A grade experience isn't great, then why would you come back um, for the B grade race days? And uh, that's the challenge, from.
0: Yeah, that's it. Uh, the racing itself, we, we neither of us really saw yeah. a kick coming, but uh, great ride, great win, and yeah, great, ride, great win. Good.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was a good day. All in all, Cascadian was outstanding. Looked the looked the best value bet on the day to me. Even though it was a dollar seventy, couldn't work out why well. it was a dollar twenty, and proved it. It was a good horse. Um, Giga Kick was was a bit of a knockout. Uh, Probably uh, Nature Strip was probably not the best ride Um, we've seen from J-Mac in a long time. Um, I think, as I said to you, he's pretty arrogant. Uh, He didn't need to sit there and uh, ride it like that and just told in the last 50 he looked home. But uh, condition gave out and everything else had the sitting shot due to the pace and you you can't win those races sitting three wide no matter how good you are. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you know, on that sort of pace as well. And uh the Caulfield Cup we well I mentioned I was keen to stick with the Waller runners and got a nice result with Durston and, and throughout the cards some nice winners, probably a lip in two races short of being a, a really, really big day.
1: So Yeah, that's right. I mean Durston was a was a good win. It was a bit of a forgotten horse after a, a an ordinary run. The prize started it probably ran well in that, that run. I think it was at Newcastle, wasn't it? Um, yeah, i yeah, Metrop. The Metrop, that's right, that won at Newcastle. And then the Metrop, it was ordinary, but probably wasn't the best track for it. Um, if it ran well in the Metrop, probably almost starts close to favourite in that race. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, it was easily missed. Uh, the favourite was way too short in the market. I uh, was out on track and said that. I didn't say it couldn't win, but um, $3.60, was just didn't have the quality of form to, to be that short in the market. Um, and it proved that it was the right story. Yeah. Um, very impressed with Chain of Lightning, Bouncing back. Uh, that was an outstanding outstanding win again. Um, so, yeah, that was probably my uh, take out of the day.
0: Uh, and I thought Valana, uh, again, as flagged, was a nice win, nice resumption. Yeah. So we um, we did pretty well between the two of us. I think uh, if you'd follow our tips, you. Would, I don't know. Did you end up with the cordy at Caulfield? Or you missed uh, one.
1: Just... Maybe And I tipped Aegon in the last, um, paid $11. Yeah. Uh, as a, that's a good chance. I in mine, so uh,
0: if you paid them both in, well done. I, I don't, can't remember if I threw Durstyn in or not. I, I know I did, but I my own one. But uh, I may I may not have left uh, uh, Aegon out. Check the tape. <laughs> we'll go back and check. See, it's almost like I should do some homework. But anyway, we'll make this up as well as we head to Geelong, where the rail is in the true... Should play like Geelong, Usually pretty fair as long as all things are equal. There, you can come down the outside. You can uh, winners can get up on the rail. Um, so we've we'll tra- treated it as fair, and we're kicking off a ten race card with a twenty four hundred meter benchmark seventy. Uh, story of the day: of races like this, where we've got uh, there's not a lot we can really stamp through the card. Or Viva, yeah, I don't think Beaver, how you think you, that's uh, right? How are you going to start off? Is this Captain Envious? Is this the one you were speaking the other day? Or um, sorry,
1: Just no, I don't.
0: Oh, cool. Thinking, that's right. Just, just your stable.
1: I think, yes.
0: What are you uh, tipping it like a
1: chance. No, I'm going to tip the top one. Right. Sous les Noirs. Sous les Noirs, yeah. Is that how you say it? Yeah.
0: You sound French. Thanks. Um, it's like Cap de Joie. Yeah. Yes. Or Cap de Joie. <laughs>
1: So, uh, yes, I think uh, this horse, I, I like the way it won. It's Morpherville um, of last start over the 2400, had a couple of in, in decent quality races and had a couple of nice runs at uh, Pakenham prior to that in decent races where it was well found in the market. Uh, going back uh, three or so months, ran behind Saracen Knight. Uh, look, I think this sets up okay for this. I think the $8 is not bad, and the two-kilo plane suits. Kamani goes well these stairs, and it's not a deep field. Found the same horse. And uh,
0: I like the effect it's ticked the 2,400-metre box, which a lot of these hasn't as well. I thought that was a fairly strong win there. You've covered that off pretty well. Uh, protection money is a bit one at value that sat outside lead over 3,000 last time. And I'm still waiting and waiting, but I think it can improve from that. Uh, Outback Jack obvious and I thought, I did think Captain uh, Envious was a bit of a forgive last time and can improve um, after two nice wins to start the prep. But um, I I start in the same way uh, with you, race one, number one.
1: Interesting.
0: The second is a benchmark 70, over 1,700 metres, where uh, I've been with French Emperor since it's headed down to Mick Price. I think the pennies finally dropped. Jamie Carr's stuck. Nice draw here. It did brain a lot of these last time. I thought that was pretty pretty soft actually through the line there, and I'm going to stick here. I think this is a a talented horse who's just refinding its way and is going to run well again. Uh, and actually, didn't have a lot else to talk about here. Um, that was it for me. What would
1: you uh, what you make of this? Yeah, I thought this, similar to you. I thought French Empire just seems to be uh, progressing nicely with some natural improvement and did break through last start, uh, beating to be sure. And I think it's probably its main danger again here today. So, given it took care of it last start, they are slightly closer on the weights this time, uh, two kilos there. So that probably brings them a little bit closer together. But I just think the others probably got the better draw and slightly more progressive. The third is again
0: the second, well, the second part of the race, the seventeen hundred benchmark seventy as well.
1: What do you made of this one? Yeah, just didn't get too excited about this one at all. Um, All of these horses have been around about the last few starts. I just went for Jenkins again. I just thought it was okay at Pakenham last start. I liked the way it finished off and hit the line over the mile. Um, Looks to get a similar run here, and I probably just went for it just based on the draw uh, and the fact that it's working nicely into the campaign. Cool. I'm
0: with the favourite Cuban state. It was a bit of a bigger price last night when I um, finished this race, but... just couldn't get out at the valley last time. Now Blake shin's going on, which is a nice upgrade and will run well here. Uh, and I thought a uh, little hesitate down the bottom there. It was around the 8 or $9 mark. Uh, can bob along on the pace and is flying. It'd give you a nice sight out in front um, for Froggy It, But they were the two I was looking at in this race. Uh, the fourth is a benchmark 64 over the 1,400 metres, where I have found a bit of value here. Uh, I think Russian Rony is going to run well i don't quite understand the price it's la- spent last prep a nice win it uh at Newcastle then came to a bog and chased home chased home williamsburg uh has drawn inside gate here for the waterhouse team and has trialed up quite nicely alongside Cabo zucarino and Paris Dior who would all start what a dollar fifty in this race uh and it's going to get control, and you're getting, yeah, $13. So I think it's here to run well. From uh, Matron Bullwinkle, who had a nice debut uh, and did some nice stuff through the prep. Both trials were pretty... didn't give away a lot. They weren't tremendous at all. But I've got a feeling this is a complete dry tracker uh, because it looks like a big, big, strong brute, and I think getting back to a dry day he's going to improve off those trials, but the price sort of reflects that. Uh, and, I, yeah, I'm th- keen to play the race around those two, and they're going to give you a
1: great sight, Beaver. What are you made of this? Yeah, I've gone for Mat- Matron Bullwinkle myself. I uh, think it can run really well first up. I think it was good when last in last in work uh, earlier this year, ran some really nice races. Uh, sits up on the pace, uh, only just beaten by Attractable, who has shown some good form uh, since we've last seen it, and started favourite at a, its maiden in Crampin and won very nicely beating Son of the Beast, uh, which goes okay. Uh, I think it'll improve, and I think it it might be ready for a first-up showing. So, Matron Brawlwinkle on top for me. Lovely. The fifth is
0: 1100 meter Benchmark 64, where I'm always going to default to the lightly raced horses in these sort of races. I think the price around hypothetically is pretty good here. Fantastic trial coming back for this prep. Its only defeat was on a wet track, or it just got nabbed late, and every other run's been quite good, and. I don't think there's a lot... Uh, I think it's better than Benchmark 64 grade, put it that way, and I think it uh, should have a lot on these, and I like the $5. Uh, and I, if I'm looking for swoopers, uh, I just think Stars is the second choice here at Over the Odds. Being honest and running well, 15 bucks You probably want that because it is going to be back and last and you're going to need a bit of luck, but uh, they're the two I was looking at. Uh, obviously, the favourite can run well here as well, but that's why I've played it, Beaver.
1: Yeah, I've gone the same. I've gone for hypothetical as well. Uh, resuming here, again, lightly raced, good form, When last in work, uh, gets back here fresh, and uh, I think it can run really well for the Freedman stable Has a way of preparing these types of horses to run well first up. So I had it on top, and I thought the main danger was Tararua. I thought it finished off very nicely last start and uh, won quite comfortably. Um, I think it can progress and, and go on well after being fairly good in its last couple of starts.
0: Beauty. Race six is a benchmark, 84, 1,200 metres. Not for the girls, for a bit of everyone. Uh, Who do you like here, though?
1: Yeah, I like the favourite here, Minx Moment. Uh, Gets J-Mark from the Wallace stable here. Uh, First up run was only less than a length behind Remark. Uh, That's good form for this. Hit the line really well, ninth on the turn. Uh, Come home well, gets the extra 100 metres here. And this sets up very nicely from the gate, too. Also gets J-Mac. Uh, yes. Nothing more to add. So that's,
0: uh, he's, he's on top for me as well. Oh, she is. And, yeah, Danger Field of Roses flying, as the market suggests. And one at a price, if you want, through Exotics. Uh, third pick, draft day. I spent the prep on a, on the Syntho. Um, I assume it's because they just don't want it on the dry. So now coming to turf on a dry at 16 bucks, I think, can run well as well. But Minx moment will be very hard to beat for my best of the day. I'll say that. Uh, the 2,200 metre listed Geelong Classic for the three-year-olds comes up next and, well, there's no champions
1: in this one, is there, Beaver? There is no champions here or doesn't appear to be any champions here at this point in time, um, which probably makes it a pretty hard race to, to find the winner. Look, I've stuck with uh, Let's Roll the Dice. Um, I think it's been racing in the best company out of all these horses and it meets uh the easiest race it's had in some time now. Uh, you know, it's raced in Group 1 races back uh, in April this year in Sydney and then it's gone down. And I think it's probably been set for this. It's sort of stepped up from the twelve hundred, fourteen, the Group 2 1600 where it actually finished off nicely in that, uh, less than three lengths behind Tijuana. Um, look, I think if it's going to win a race and proceed on to probably the Oaks, uh, it needs to be winning this
0: um yeah I, I don't dispute anything you've said there uh, i've I've ended up though putting Ignatio on top, half backing the stable here sent down from sydney j mate going on for chris Waller uh has stuck on OK to date but the other i think the other key here is the reduced choice coming back to a dry track it's never seen a dry track i think it can improve uh'll we'll be on pace and in a like i said in a race with not many. Stars, Maybe we see a, a good showing from it today. Dream Out has come back really well. It's going to run well with Olion on. And uh, could we see something sneaky from Pat Carey with something like a, a Mogadishu who uh, has had the run over the 2000 and or the 2200 and should take improvement from that and is a crazy price. But, you know, not a massive betting race for me here. The Geelong Cup, the feature on the card, Group 3, 2500 metres, I think a ticket into the Melbourne Cup's up for grabs. I assume it is. Uh, At least a weight problem. I think so, yeah. They've brought that in a few years ago. All our usual suspects are here. Surefire's been back this morning. Who are you tipping?
1: Well, it has been back this morning, but um, I'm just just trying to line up the form for Surefire. I, I really liked it first up when it won. Second up was given no chance on a heavy track. And then probably the last two runs have been a little bit below. Yeah. Um certainly the, the last start. <clears throat> so I'm just trying to get a, a form line there. The one that has shown natural improvement is interpretation. Each time it's come out, this preparation. Um, it's had the three starts over 2,000 plus, <coughs> excuse me, the last two over sort of this distance. Um, sits on pace, will stay the distance. So I kind of was leaning towards it just based on um working into the preparation so i had it on top i thought herman hesse could run well i thought it was sort of uh, plotted away okay last start probably um can run well again it's been very consistent of like probably wasn't given all that much luck last start so i think it can run well as well so that was sort of the two i was looking for and then probably at the the longest market is uh, midnight blue yeah. i think it can run well as well um been thereabouts over the last four runs, and probably this is its uh, main chance. I'm I'm sticking with I'm sticking
0: with my horse Macrum. Another hundred metres beat Tame tonight, last start. Uh, before that was unlucky. Well, off the rails at Mooney Valley, so you can forgive. And I think it's, I think it's the horse is flying. Well, my concern is Craig Williams is probably going to take it back again, so we need luck. But um, you're going to get it each way price again. Uh, Lunties will run well here. I think. It, best finisher in the Turnbull. I'm already sick of interpretation, so I've just gone around it. Uh, and I, I just... I was like, you, I couldn't quite... I, you know, I came into this race thinking I'm just going to find surefire, and then I couldn't quite get excited about it. It almost feels like it should be an Epsom horse rather than a Melbourne Cup horse. Oh, yes. Crazy. You know what I mean? Like a run-on sprinter, a run-on miler rather than a, a stay Yeah, up. I think that could be right, but uh, we'll see yeah. today. We'll know today. Uh... I went looking at Rodrigo Diaz and obviously that European, being the European horse student work coming here, generally stacks up in this race. I just have a feeling, and we'll talk about this when we do our Melbourne Cup preview eh, next week, but I, f- I have a feeling it's the wrong horse for a Melbourne Cup. You need to be a, a more of a 2,000 metre horse than a 3,200 metre horse uh, when you come out from Europe, uh, we've seen. But that's for down the road. I've gone around it here. Good race. And as you said, we'll learn more. Another good race is the Black Pearl, 12,000 metre listed race for the girls, where my top tips come out. So I am left with...
1: um, You go do your tips first. Yeah, I've gone for two. I really like it here today. I think it's got a really, really, really strong chance in this race. If you go back through its form, first up here in the Group 3, carried the 59 kilos behind the Magnate. Um, It was only two lengths off that and that was a pretty highly contested race. Uh, so I thought that was a good, good uh, first up run. And then if you go back, last preparation uh, ran six in the Group Three by Flying Mascot, only two lengths behind Sierra Sue in the Wait For Age Group One, and finished third in a Group Two behind Marraby um, at Mini Valley. So that is, I think that stacks up pretty good for a race like this. And I think um, it's building up to another win.
0: Cool. Larkspur runs left on top for me. Uh, we'll roll forward and back onto the dry. Uh, can improve from last time. The other blue colours gets J-Mac, but he's too short now as a result. And I think Mac and Cheese is going to run well uh, in the new ownership colours here, but he's a talented man uh, and might want wet tracks, but uh trial was nice. Gets Blake Shin and his double figures, so that'll round out the numbers there for me. The last is a 1,500 metre, benchmark 78. To finish the card, we have... Where's my notes going here? Uh, oh, where I've gone? Megamere on top. $6 a few, actually, but Megamere's on top. Has been, I think, racing in better company than this. Some of that um, sort of B-plus grade mare stuff. And has run well each time, not far off, x leader last start, and f- finally comes to a racer. It's going to win one again, this prep. This will be it. Um, from Beltoro who is a nice, a talented swooper and has up well could have last crack at these. Uh, in a race that's, you know, barely better than midweek grade, really. What have you done?
1: Yeah, I thought the same with Megania. Uh, sort of not too bad of value in a race like this. Uh, seems to have better form than these. It's been there and thereabouts in, in much better company and gets a good chance here today. Cool. F- uh, for au.
0: check them out. Sign up for their mailing list. Uh, and also check out our tips uh, throughout the rest of the week, which, uh, Beaver, you can do tomorrow. I haven't told you about that, but you can yeah, do Thursday. Tomorrow. I'll do Friday, unless you want to swap. We'll talk about it off air. Yes.
1: <laughs> um, best in value. Yeah, my best bet comes up in race nine, number one, Tirath. I think that's uh, oh, best. Nice. super hard to beat, yes. Ooh, okay. And my value bet's going to come up in race ten, number six, megamia I think it's over the odds. And make my best
0: race two number two French Emperor, and my value race four, number thirteen Russian Rony coming down from um, from Sydney for the Waterhouse team. Speaking of Sydney, we get to Warwick Farm where the rail is in the five meter mark from the uh, thousand to the winning post, three meter the remainder. Nice day in Sydney. I don't think any rain is supposed to turn up till tonight, and we've got. Uh, I think it'll get to a dead track by the end of the day. So should all be good for an eight-race card, which kicks off with a 1,400-metre maiden. And I'm going to kick off with the favourite in the 1,400-metre maiden, Golden Age. Uh, I like the trials coming that first run. Was okay, just now late there. I think just gassed out a bit on the maybe a bit of a trickier track. I think gets complete control here, a claim for Zach Lloyd, and is going to be hard to run down. And I do think Ring Ahoy, who did start forty last time, and is a little bit luckless, will run better at the nine dollar price but i think we've been saying it
1: all prep yeah i'm going to give ring away one more start each way here um i just think the the favorite's probably a little bit short if you know if you back bring away each way you're going to finish up nearly as good a result as if the winner wins uh, i think it'll definitely run into a place if not win and i think as you said the sort of eight dollar nine dollar two dollar fifty marketplace place um presents there's more value here, so it will not be on top for me. Race two is a 2040 metre benchmark 72. Does King Frankel just win this? I think it does. Um, I don't think it had the best of luck. I don't think it was ridden very well last start. Um, and it was really heavy going there. I thought I thought it was a, a credible run. And I think and, uh, uh, that was the rails well day, too. Yeah, yeah, it was the rails day. So I think it probably looks clear on top here. A little bit short in the market, but probably just wins. Yeah, I agree.
0: Race three is the benchmark 68, 1400 metre race, where I'm going to stick with the favourite here, Saturn Star. Um, it gets control of this. The format of that race has been okay. Uh, a couple just missed last week, but it gets control here, uh, improving track will help as well, and it's going to be very hard to run down. Uh I think Chairman can improve at a price here. I was given a chance in that staying race. Didn't go in the wet at all. Back to a dry and another crack at 1,400 metres, I think, is an improver. And obviously Cool Carp getting onto a drier track will definitely... It could actually jump out the ground and brain him here, but um, I think that's the race, Beaver. Who have you put
1: on top? Yeah, I've got Cool Carp on top. Uh, I think the inside gate suits here. I think you can just jump on the back of Satin Star and hopefully the, the run presents at the right time. And it's got enough sprint to go past the the favourite, who who will give us a kick and give you a sight. That I like, the, I like run behind Cinderella Days. So I think yeah. it's got a little bit of talent, um, and I think the extra couple of hundred here sets
0: up nicely. The mile benchmark 72 for the girls comes up next, and we see the form coming through that same Canterbury as Cool Cup uh, here again. Who have
1: you found? Yeah, really open a fair, tricky race here. I've gone for the resumer in a 1,000 years uh, from the Snowden camp. I think it can run uh, well resuming here. Uh, just tr- trials it wasn't uh, us to do much, but going back last prep, uh, look, it wanted a little bit further, but I think, um, interesting, they're starting at 1,600 first start, won its last start um, as a really shorty at Hawkesbury over 1,800, and... Took care of him easily and uh, was ran well at Campbell at the start. Before that, I think it's a progressive type. I think he can get a nice run, and this is this is a good good little field. But uh, five dollars is a nice price. Yeah, there there are a few chances here.
0: I've actually at the price I'm putting Starstrike Barbie on top. I think its last two runs are being brave, very brave. Uh, just nabbed late by roots uh, in the shadows of the post last time after being stuck outside lead there, and uh, is 13 bucks. hopefully gets a better run here, may well be stuck outside lead again, to be honest, uh, and will run well, uh, as I go and kick the dogs. Um, and always on show, I was keen going into that run, perhaps flooded by the, the bias and the wet track there at Canterbury, but I think it's going to run well again here. Uh, I wouldn't, I'm not taking too much stock into a, whatever it was, eight length win, but it, um, it's still going quite well. They're the two for me there. The fifth is a benchmark 72 over the mile, which has been knocked about a little bit by scratchings. How are you
1: lining him up now? Yeah, tricky race here. Um, how, how the race is run is going to depend a lot on the outcome, I think. Uh, Zacharias was good last start, leading up and just giving nothing else a chance, but again, might have been a little bit biased by the, the track conditions and the way the track played. Um, so I think it's hardest to beat, but I have gone for money from the sky. Uh, third up here, both runs in, this preparation have been really good, uh, and uh, like the way it won and hit the line at Warwick Farm here last start, I think it'll be further improved by that. Uh, has won course in distance and on top for me. Yeah, I've got it on
0: top as well, coming off the track and distance win. Uh, I think it's going quite well, and I think it can, well now with the lack of pace, it probably sets up, Not far off lead is back now, uh, which could suit... um, Yeah, what you mentioned about Zachary, is now right, especially given the run, it's going to get... I assume bounces straight to the front with the claim there, and we'll see how quickly she goes. Uh, And that's about it. We'll see if Lindemann pops up on Saturday somewhere because I think we can probably get some mania of it at some point, but it's been scratched from here. Benchmark 72,000 metres is up next where... Well, you had an opinion of... The horse that beats Sinaloa last start.
1: You're on Sinaloa at Hawkesbury. Are you sticking? I'm going to stick. Yep. Um, no reason to get off. I thought it was a good little win. Uh, again, uh, this sets up quite nicely. Gate four. I think it can jump and run. I think the $10 mark's a really good price. And uh, for that reason, I've got it on top. E- E-Power, on, um, got um, Jury out on and Wade to the Stars and are resuming. So Sinaloa's got the one run under the bench. And, it's, uh, and so, it should be hard to beat. I think it definitely runs well here, at the, especially at the price
0: uh, and being a, you know the fifth thousand meter horse. Uh, I I do think Vianello is the best horse in the race, though, and is coming off a couple of quiet trials, a claim here for Zach Lloyd, uh, drawn to get a really nice run. I think is going to be is the horse to beat, and I'm, I think it's actually quite a fair price still. And I am done with Epa, uh, having got some money out of it this prep. It's I don't think it's going that good so sticking with Vienello and I think Cinelo is going to give you a great side of the price Benchmark 78, 1200 metres is up next uh, where, well, better the day here for me is Shadow Devil absolutely flying I think that Stromboli and Democracy Manifest form is better than this and uh, if the track's, all things being equal with the track I think it's going to come steaming down the outside and win this race um, main danger, as mark just is the poacher who has done very little wrong this prep. Uh, if you forgive the the issue it had second up, uh, both other wins have been very, very good. Uh, one right outside the market. If you're looking for a quality number, is number three more Sundays. Uh, but you sort of know you get with her. She'll be back, and uh, if you get lucky, she'll come steaming down the outside for
1: it. But uh, I think Shadow Devil is the one to beat. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with you here. I think it certainly looks the one to beat. It's drawn well here third up, um, and both runs have been pretty good in uh, good, co- good company. So I've got it on top, and I think you're right. I think the poach is the main danger. I finished nicely last start, and um, could be the one getting the last sniper's
0: chance. Cool. And we're wrapping up with a 1,400-metre benchmark 78. How are you, you finishing
1: a day off? Yeah, I'm finishing on top with picaronis. Um it's very good last start. Um, surprised uh, to beat, beat a good horse, uh, who bucked up and showed it, had a little bit of quality on the weekend in an of suitable race, uh, run race. Uh, I think it can be super hard to beat here, and this isn't an overly difficult field. Yep, on top for me too. Uh, Clipper goes on, all good stuff.
0: And I actually have the danger here, and, and the forgotten horse in a way is from the bush. I think the stuff it did, uh, what it did last prep was quite good. Very brave, just getting nabbed by a Combella Fee, who would be favourite here. And before that, just missed behind... Oh, after that, just missed behind Jojo was a man who would be well and, well and truly uh, in the red here. So uh, 16 bucks is, I have the main danger. And another one just outside the market, Timpanis, same sort of story, coming back from some midways and Saturdays and uh, a nice resuming point back in distance. But Picaroni, as he said, the format of, that, of these last two starts has been quite good. So... Uh, That's how I'm finishing off predominantly as well. Again, for ProGripRacing.com.au. My best of the day is race two, number two, King Frankel. Uh, Not that I'm telling you much of the price, but I think the first three favourites on the card are all going to be hard to beat. And a couple of value, race eight, number three, from the bush, and race four, number seven, Starstruck Barbie, can both give you a bit of a sight. What have you made of this, Beaver?
1: Yeah, I've got my best bet, race eight, number 11, Piccaronis. Uh, I think it'll be getting us off to or finishing us off with a nice end to the day. And my value bet comes up in race six, number twelve, Sinaloa. Oh, lovely! And anything for us at switch? I uh, better have something up for you at switch, eh? Hey? Um, didn't really like early part of the day on the card. It was uh, a little bit tricky. I think race four, number one, Orbison, resuming here. Um, will be winning uh, around the even money mark. Uh, so had that on top. I think race six, number three, Sabagal, uh, second up here today, um, can improve and, and win. Uh, in the seventh race, number two, Al-Kalantha, one first up from the Edmund stable. I think he'll be winning again. And to finish off the day, race eight, number six, Kudarati uh, third up after a couple of okay runs from Sydney, uh, can run well. Good stuff, Beaver. I will see you
0: Friday for our Cox Plate preview as we get stuck into the Cox Plate and the big card down at the valley. Uh, as I said, check out Proget Racing for the tips for Thursday and Friday. Articles will be up there tomorrow morning. Uh, until then, good luck, punners, and we'll talk soon. Catch you, guys.